Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week, we are getting to one of the most unique voices in hip hop, known as the King of Hooks, Nathaniel Dwayne Hale, aka Nate Dogg, was born August 19, 1969, in Long Beach, California. As a youth, he sang at Long Beach's New Hope Baptist Church in Long Beach, California, where his father was a pastor. It was in this city that he met Warren G, as well as Calvin Broaddus Jr., aka Snoop Dogg, who arrived at the same high school as him, Long Beach Polytechnic High School. He also sang at Lifeline Baptist Church in Clarksdale, Mississippi. While friends with Warren G and RBX, he was a cousin of Snoop Dogg, Daz Dillinger, Butch Cassidy, and Lil Half Day. At age 17, Hale dropped out of high school, left home, and 30 days later enlisted in the Marines. He was stationed at Camp Schwab in Okinawa, Japan, in the Material Readiness Battalion of the 3rd Force Service Support Group which applied ammunition to most of the Pacific. After three years as an ammunition specialist, he was discharged in 1989. He would recall that he joined the military because he wanted to see if he was a man. In 1990, Nate Dogg, Warren G, and Snoop Dogg formed a rap trio called 213. They recorded their first demo tape in the back of the famed VIP record store in Long Beach. The demo was later heard by Dr. Dre at a bachelor party. Nate Dogg debuted on Dr. Dre's first solo album, The Chronic, in 1992. Nate's trademark singing complemented the new gangster rap sound G-Funk was well received by fans and critics alike, and he signed with Dre's label Death Row Records in 1993. Nate Dogg also featured on Snoop Dogg's debut solo album Doggy Style in 1993. His singing was prominent on the track Ain't No Fun If The Homies Can't Have None. In 1994, Nate Dogg co-wrote his duet with Warren G, the single Regulate. Nate was also featured on Tupac's releases, including his group's Thug Life's album, also recorded in 1994. In July 1998, amid his departure from the Death Row Records, the label released his double album delayed by two years. G-Funk Classics Volume 1 and 2. In 2001, his Electra Records follow-up, Music and Me, peaked at number 3 on the Billboard Hip Hop chart. Nate Dogg was often sought to sing on other artists' tracks, usually to sing the hook. As a featured artist, he charted 16 times on the Billboard Hot 100, and in 2003 reached number 1 via 50 Cent's 21 Questions. Otherwise, his successful collaborations are expansive, including Tupac's All About You, Dr. Dre's Next Episode, Westside Connections, Gangsta Nation, Most Def's Oh No, Fabulous can't deny it, as well as Mob Deep's Have a Party. Further in 2002, appearing on television, Nate Dogg was on a celebrity episode of Weakest Link where, where he was finally eliminated by Exhibit and Young MC, he was among the final three. Hale was known for his deep, melodic vocals, and his music often is described as a mix between hip-hop and R&B, and his vocal range between tenor and baritone. Hale himself considered his voice and style to be mostly influenced by gospel music that he performed in church choir as a child, though he also grew up listening to soul and cited Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, and Maurice White of Earth, Wind & Fire as some of his biggest musical influences. He's considered to be the innovator of gangsta singing, a singing style that consisted of a blend between R&B, soul vocals, and gangster rap lyrics. The style was heavily influential to culture with major R&B artists like R. Kelly and Chris Brown later using it. On December 19, 2007, Hale suffered a stroke. After a week in Pomona Valley Hospital Medical Center, he entered a rehabilitation center. Although his body's left side was weakened, neither his cognition nor his voice were affected in a full recovery was expected. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. Hale sustained another stroke on September 12, 2008, and on March 15, 2011, Hale died at the age of 41 in Long Beach, California, of complications of multiple strokes or by cognitive heart failure. In 2013, Nate Dogg's son, Nigel Hale, was committed to play football at the University of Washington. A couple of years later, in 2015, Nate's other son, Nathaniel Jr., having adopted his stage name Little Nate Dogg, released his own album, Son of a G. Nigel is now an artist himself by the name of Inhale, who sounds surprisingly tonally similar to his father. It was reported a posthumous and final studio album entitled Nate Dog. It's a 
Wonderful Life was announced in 2012, with a late spring or early summer 2013 release from Seven Arts Music and United Media and Music Group. As of 2021, the album did not release with no further announcements given. Now let's go over the discography of the one and only Nate Dogg. Solo albums include G-Funk Classics Volume 1 and 2, released in 1998, Music and Me, released in 2001, Nate Dogg, released in 2003. Collaboration albums include The Hard Way, released in 2004, S213. Because he is the king of hooks, here's a list of some of the best hooks that he has done. Till I Collapse by Eminem, 21 Questions by 50 Cent, Ain't No Fun If The Homies Can't Have None by Snoop Dogg, Explosive by Dr. Dre, Shake That by Eminem, All About You by Tupac, Regulate by Warren G, Area Codes by Ludacris, Can't Deny It by Fabulous, Time's Up by Jadakiss, and Gangsta's Nation by Westside Connection to name a few. Now let's go over the filmography of Nate Dogg. Doggy Fizzle, Televizzle from 2002 to 2003, Head of State in 2003, and The Boondocks in 2008. Nate Dogg may be the most unique voice hip-hop has ever had. Nate Dogg was essentially a genre of music himself. There was a time that if you had Nate on a hook, it was a hit, an undeniable hit. Nate Dogg had one of the most notable voices that the culture has ever had. He lived a hell of a life, accomplishing many things. Sadly, he was taken from us way too early. I'm always thankful of the times we had these legends here with us and the time that they were able to share their gifts and what a gift Nate Dogg was. I think in these times we are quick to throw a person away due to the mistakes they may have made. No one is perfect and no one is without flaws. I certainly am not. Who are we to judge others? If your morals and judgments don't align with the artists you are consuming, then change the channel or change the station. Or in these times, turn off the streaming service, listen to another podcast, or listen to another artist. But quote unquote canceling someone because you don't agree with their lifestyle or point of view is wild. Life presents us all with different obstacles and lessons. Try not to judge the next person on the life they may have been through. I think we could all be more kind to one another and we could all use someone being more kind to us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. Thank you and have a great day.